Welcome to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast with New York Times bestselling author, Christine Carlson. Chris shares don't sweat wisdom to help you achieve greater mental health, self-compassion, and better communication with family, friends, and coworkers. Listen in and learn simple ways to live your most vibrant life of joy. Welcome back to the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, Live the Big Stuff podcast. This is Christine Carlson. Before we begin, let's go ahead and take our golden pause. So wherever you are, if you're able to sit, sit comfortably in a chair with your legs uncrossed and your palms open on your lap. And if you're seated on the floor, sit Indian style with your palms open and your shoulders back. And if you're doing another activity, you're either on a hike or you're cooking dinner or whatever, please just use this as a deep presencing exercise to get present in your breath, present in your body, and take that golden pause to replenish your spirit, to ground you and center you, and so that you can become more responsive to life and less reactive and have less stress and less anxiety. So let's go ahead and begin. Please begin to breathe with me, breathing in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of your breath. And as you exhale, just go ahead and let go and allow yourself to sink into your breath and into your body and relax. And take another deep breath in, breathing in through your nose, allowing your chest and your belly to fully expand, taking in the fullness of that breath. And exhale and let go of anything that you don't need. Let go of worry, let go of stress, and just relax. And take another deep breath in, breathing in sunlight, pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being to the top of your head, to the tips of your fingers and your toes, throughout your whole body. Breathe in pure golden sunlight and exhale and relax and sink in, sink into your breath and into your body. And as you breathe in pure golden sunlight to every cell of your being, place your hand on your heart, activating your heart, opening your heart and just spend a moment thinking of one thing, just one, that you feel grateful for. And as you think of that one thing, breathe it in, breathe in that golden gratitude to every cell of your being. Placing your hand on your heart, exhaling and letting go of anything that doesn't serve you. Breathing in again that pure golden gratitude, filling your heart with joy. Thinking of one thing that you're grateful for. And then exhaling and letting go and relaxing a little bit deeper. And taking one last deep breath in of golden gratitude, filling your heart filling your mind, filling your core, filling your whole body, every cell of your being with golden gratitude. Exhale and let go and open your eyes. Welcome back. Don't sweat the small stuff. Live the big stuff has never had more meaning than it does right now. As I'm sure you're fully aware that 
in these times of crisis, these are the times that we are living the big stuff. And it calls on us to gather all of our tools of resiliency together and move within the fabric of change. So I'm here to hopefully inspire you, hopefully to teach you some tools. Um, I want this to be a time of richness. We are standing on fertile ground as a nation, as a globe. How we can all um, connect together and through our this big change, this virus that we're fighting, how can we use this to create more resiliency and more strength and, and more connectedness in this time of physical isolation? So I wanted to do a resilience series with you starting next week, next Thursday. This is the introduction to the resilience series, and I'm going to talk to you about um, change and cooperation and adaptability. And then throughout 21 days after we get started next Thursday, next week, for 21 consecutive days, um, you will have me um, online on the podcast giving you a thought for resiliency. Something you can do, something you can um, act on, uh, something you can practice so that you can go through this time period with more grace and ease and inspiration. Because it's all about, first of all, I want to say that resilient people aren't always um, the most optimistic people. They are actually a combination of optimism and realism. And there's been several studies done on this and do you know that the most optimistic people are the realists? They are the people that, I mean, not the most optimistic, the most resilient people. The most resilient people are not always the optimist because the optimist um, doesn't always see um, the whole big picture. They're just always just looking toward the positive. Now, that's not a bad thing either, especially in this time. But I think it's important to be realistic. Like the optimist might let something slide that the realist won't. So let's talk about um, being real during this time of change while we're all asked to social distance, physical social distance. I like to say it's physical distancing, not social distancing, because we do have our social media. We have ways that we can band together um, as a society so we don't have to social distance as much as we have to physical distance in order to end this um, virus's capability of spreading further. All right, so back to resiliency. When we're real about what's happening, without moving in too much into fear, but having just enough fear, enough um, fear that's physical fear that keeps us safe, without moving into anxiety. Um, we can do this in a number of ways. One, we can look at and identify 
where we're getting caught up in our emotional fear. And I've talked a lot about this in previous podcasts and in our work. You know, your first relationship that you have is with yourself. And how you talk to yourself during these times really, really matters because no matter what you um, take in as far as your inspiration goes, at the end of the day, it's what do you say to yourself when you go to sleep at night and what do you say to yourself when you wake up in the morning? You know, one of the things that I've noticed about myself is that I look at this time period as a time to really do some things that I don't generally have time to do. One of them is my self-care goes up. Yes, I have a little fear about getting the coronavirus and what that might mean to my life. And so I use that fear to create action in my self-care. And what am I doing? What are my actions that I'm doing to take care of myself? Well, I'm resting more. I'm telling myself in that first relationship that I have with myself in the morning, I'm saying, hey, you know, you're not going to exercise class at 8.30. You can go back to sleep for a while. Get your rest. Sleep longer and don't just bounce up so quickly. So that's the first thing. I'm, I'm allowing myself more rest than I've ever allowed myself. The second thing is I'm looking at in my self-care why are the reason what is the reason I usually don't take my vitamins it's usually because I'm not home when I eat lunch I've been intermittent fasting or I'm too busy I forget well during this time of slowing down I'm able to take my vitamins more vigorously be on a routine with my vitamins so that's the second thing the third thing is during this time the way I'm talking to myself is I'm really looking for um, the positive things that can come out of this short period of sequestering and even if it's longer I'm just taking it one day at a time you know I'm not getting ahead of myself That's really, really important mindset is stay really, really present. Present moment living is your best defense right now um, with not getting overwhelmed by this, with not getting um, fatigued at the the possibility of a longer furlough in, in home, you know, just staying very, very present keeping your thoughts to the present, looking toward um, creating a new structure for yourself. This is something else that's really powerful. You know, most of us are so busy running around, we're gathering, we're running to meetings with friends, we're going out, we're doing social things. Without that, that's a big change in our lives. So You've got to create some new structure for yourself. Many of us, many of you are working at home for the first time and finding this difficult because you've never had so much latitude, you know, but you can look at it this way. When you work from home, if you structure your time, you put your phone on do not disturb like I did to record these podcasts right now, Um, you take the notifications, you know, go up to your notifications on your computer, you turn those off so you're not distracted you can get some really strong focused time in on your work. And when you're focused 
and highly productive, you're getting a lot more work done on than you would generally get done. And when you're distracted, so think in terms of that and then reward yourself by doing something that you really want to do. I always reward myself from a long sit at work with exercise. You know, I go out for a walk with my dog or I'll pull my yoga mat out and I'll do yoga. You know, there's lots of things that you can reward yourself with. And um, and then, you know, creating this new structure will give you that sense of um, security, security that we're all looking for during this time of change. All right, so back to how you talk to yourself. All you have to do is notice when you're being negative with yourself. You can't change a negative thought into a positive one, but you can step into a more positive train of thought by noticing when you're on a negative one. Notice when you're caught up in fearful thoughts, knowing that if you stay caught up on those fearful thoughts, the only thing, the only place it's going to take you is to anxiety. And or if you're thinking depressing thoughts and you're feeling isolated and lonely and thinking those kinds of thoughts, only place those are going to take you is to depression. So when you're thinking these thoughts and saying these things to yourself, you have to jump off your own bandwagon. You have to be able to be aware. You've got to witness these thoughts. Best way to learn how to witness your thinking is to meditate. Thoughts are never more powerful and more prevalent when you're trying to quiet your mind. That's how you know exactly what you're thinking. And also you can use your feelings as a navigational tool to really um, understand your thinking. You, know, you can't have a feeling without thinking a negative thought. Now, all of these principles are laid out for you in our happiness training course. And there's never been a time to put your mental health and well-being higher on your list of priorities than now. And I've created this beautiful course with you with video from Richard and all of our teachings so that you can be more resilient, so that you can access your happiness during any circumstances. So while I'll be giving you tidbits of that information throughout this series on resilience, you might want to check out that course on don'tsweat.com or happinesstraining.com. It's very, very powerful, and I wouldn't be mentioning it to you now if I didn't think it would really, really help you out right now. So there's a few things I've outlined for you today, um, and I just want to overall cap what is going to be in this course. We're going to be talking a lot about adaptability to change. Um, adaptability is at the core of what it means to be resilient. And when we are adaptable, um, that means that we can um, go through change and go through it well, go through it with grace and ease. I'll be talking a lot about the ways that you can adapt during this time period. I'll be giving you um, lots of ideas on how to use this time productively in your life. And I'm going to talk about um, cooperation too today because cooperation 
is at the highest priority for all of us right now. You know, Charles Darwin um, has given us so much great information, great, um, just great information about what it means to survive and thrive. And of course, we understand the survival of the fittest comment, com, um, the survival of the fittest ideas that he's put forth. But beyond survival of the fittest, Charles Darwin talked about cooperation. And this was a huge part of his work. A huge part of his life's work was showing that Animals, for example, um, survive based on cooperation of all of the animals in a, in a tribe of animals, in a group of animals. And that it's the cooperation of those animals, not the survival of the fittest. It's the reason that they cooperate as a society is the reason they survive. So it, it calls on every member of, of a species to cooperate um, so that we can all not only survive, but thrive. And, and this is at the core of our American values, is, is that we want to survive and thrive through life. So cooperation, when we're asked to do something, is of the utmost importance. And holding that value of cooperation, you know, really adhering to this standard of stay in, stay home, Um, isolate physically so as not to get infected and infect others. That's at the core of what we need to do right now. And listen, listen to those experts that um, have spent their lives studying how to keep us safe. They're speaking to us. Let's listen to what they're saying. Um, This is their life's work, and they're here to make sure that um, we not only survive this time period, but we thrive. So this next uh, 21 days, starting next Thursday, will be part of that Survive and Thrive, a resilient series. And I hope that you come back and listen every day. And I hope that I continue to inspire you because we are, as a nation and as a globe, living the big stuff right now. Much love to you Um, during this time. I'm praying for all the people that are vulnerable in this world, and I hope that you're praying too. And um, just big virtual hug to you. And take care, share this with your family and friends, and come back again. Don't sweat the small stuff, live the big stuff. This is Christine Carlson. Are you feeling anxious, lonely, sad, or overwhelmed? With all of the uncertainty in the world right now, it's normal to feel this way. There's never been a better time to learn how to access your mental health. And the good news is, you can train your brain to be happier during this time. With Christine's Don't Sweat the Small Stuff Happiness Training course, you won't even have to leave your living room to learn the tried and true principles of the Don't Sweat the Small Stuff books that have helped tens of millions of people improve their mental health and well-being. To make this course accessible for everyone, we're honoring the introductory low price of just $19.99. Sign up today at don'tsweat.com.